0: Uh, i got to admit, after listening to Quinn Grovey, what do you think, Chris? I'm I'm fired up now.
1: Oh, well, like I said, optimism is running high. (laughs) Hope is never stronger than two weeks out of the season. And that is exactly what's happening right now. So um, I know that everybody's obviously looking forward to kickoff, but at least we get week zero this weekend, Randy. We get. Mm. Oh, know, don't get Rick We get uh, week yeah. zero, Rick.
2: Don't get Rick no. no, no. Yes. Okay, let's get to Trey Biddy. Let's yeah. get that two week
0: zero. Enough of that stuff. since I've been on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey. Oh, no, get to Trey Biddy. We
1: were laughing uh, talking with Quinn, though, Trey, because your, your natural reaction yesterday to the Jack Crow story was just so pure <laughs> and perfect. Quinn got a big kick out of it, too. And, you know, of course, he's got a lot of respect for Jack yeah. and working with him. But your, your response of, nope, nope, all groovy, was just <laughs> was perfect. He, he greatly appreciated that. But, no, I mean, yeah, Quinn going over the uh, projected, some of the starters. And, and I thought it was interesting, too. And, Trey, you get to see this. And, and Quinn was alluding to this. Quinn was saying how, you know, just because of the massive amount of transfers in the portal now, when you he's like, when you see practices and scrimmages as opposed to just hearing about him or reading about him, he goes, there's a lot of untapped secrets up there that you guys are going to be, um, you know, your eyes are going to be open to when the season starts. I mean, is that something you've kind of guarded from what you've seen is there's a lot of players that Razorback fans haven't seen that are going to have a big impact.
2: Oh, sure. I mean, there's there's a lot of people, especially casual fans, uh, they're going to be going, now, who's that? Who's number two? Mm-hmm. Who's number four? Who's mm-hmm. nine? You know, Who's seven? yeah, who's seven? Absolutely. Uh, and you know I, I just think that you know my my hesitation with getting too optimistic about everything, and you know I'm generally pretty optimistic, is just that I don't know what everybody else is cooking. And you know, I've kind of been on repeat with that. but I just know that rosters are different these days because of the ability to quickly add immediate depth and veteran veteran players through the transfer portal. What I do know is that Arkansas has done that. I mean, they got a good looking squad, uh, you know, and I've said before you take this team and throw them against the schedule uh, and, and, and opponents from just four years ago, you know, they're, they're gonna come out pretty good. So uh, I'm actually say, I think they have a chance to be really explosive on offense. Uh, you know, you got a guy that coming back so much of everything boils down to who you have at quarterback and Arkansas has got one of the best quarterbacks they've ever had, and KJ Jefferson has a chance to set a lot of records this year, and he's got a supporting cast. It's not like there's wow, there's this, this glaring hole right here. If they just had, if they just had this guy, you know, um, and we'll see how the offensive line shapes up. Obviously, you have to have protection, but if you do have questions about the offensive line, it's probably better to have a guy that can run, <laughs> you know. So. Uh, maybe that'll benefit them if, if there is some issues with the offensive line. What I know about the offensive line is basically they're not as good as the defensive line. I mean, the defensive line is just really, really loaded. And so, yeah, I mean, it it's, just feels it's like noticeable it's, in practice. This, this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you you just, well, just looking at them, going through drills. I mean, it's just, you know, 320 pounds, 320 pounds, 394 pounds, you know, 351 pounds. It's just Jeez. just one dude after another. And I've, I've just never seen it like that before. So my, my question is, does everybody's defensive line look like this? I doubt it. I doubt it. But I know that everybody can can access the portal too.
1: Trey, I do have a quick question for you from our live fan feedback. Um, this was asked to Quinn, but I think you, you can answer this too. Do you think Rocket or KJ could be a Heisman finalist this year based on, you know, their trajectory yeah. and what's shaping up?
2: Well, if you're a quarterback, you got to win a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any question for KJ to be mentioned. You got to be talking at least 3,000 plus, you know, passing yards, 700 something rushing yards, maybe even more um, to get in that conversation. You obviously have to have Heisman moments. <laughs> That's important too. Big games, big performances, a big moment. Uh, so, can he be in the conversation? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see but you got to win I mean my husband votes goes to when it goes to quarterbacks it goes to guys that win their division at least and so uh, that's a big part of it with Rocket you know you run for 2,000 yards or something then sure (laughs) I mean anybody anybody can be a candidate doing something like that but uh, you know you need to be on a winning team I think that's the thing that jumps out uh, no matter really what position you play but especially at quarterback
1: hey Trey I got a question for you not so much football related but it does have I guess a little correlation. Just being around Coach Pittman yesterday and, and, and parts of the administration that were down here, and it was before a funeral, mm-hmm. and it was a somber day after the passing of Keith Stokes, but compound that with Ryan Mallett's passing, with Alex Collins' passing, with Chris Smith's passing. Uh, you know, you just, mm-hmm. it, it's been a year of, of tragedy for the Razorback program, and it just it did feel like there was a little bit of that hanging over The folks who were in town yesterday. I'm curious if if you've noticed anything up there. Are they trying to? Have they kept enough of a game face, and maybe we got a little bit more Mm -hmm. of a real feeling yesterday? I don't know. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's like had an impact on them. You know, as far as going to work and, and going through practice and stuff. You know, those guys are are Razorbacks, and you know, most of these guys probably you know never met Alex Collins, although they're. I'm sure they've been told about him, you know. After everything happened, and you know, Ryan was around the program a little bit more. Uh, you know, Dion Stutz would be a guy that probably touched people a lot, just because mm. you know he was a recruit and he'd come up here on visits and stuff, and his family had been up here. That's probably the more, you know, if it's going to impact anybody, probably Stutz. Uh, but no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that uh, that it's, you know caused any kind of issue with with preparation or or anything like that. But, uh, you know, it's definitely we're definitely going to see some of that. I think throughout the season, you know, probably stuff to to honor those former players. All
0: right, Trey, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, This from Neil, he says, ask Trey, who's going to be our defensive quarterback. That's my biggest concern Mm -hmm. for this season, I guess. Who's going to be calling the signals? Your linebacker typically does that. One of your safeties may have the calls on the back end, but uh, that's the question. Defensive quarterback, who might that be in your opinion? Yeah, well, up
2: front, it's going to be Poopall, I think. I, you know, I, I'm not even sure who the other starter is going to be at linebacker. It's going to be Jaheim Thomas or Antonio Greer, uh, but Poopall is going to definitely be a leader for them. In fact, I don't know. I think maybe Friday. Do they they vote for captains Friday? It's sometimes Friday. I believe it's Friday. Yeah. So it it wouldn't surprise me even as a redshirt sophomore. Poo Paul uh, was one of those guys, you know, on the back end. I'm not sure, you know, Al Walcott's got the personality for it. Uh, He's a a talker. Uh, He's, you know, I said to Marcus Woodson, you know, there's there's just not many rooms that Al Walcott walks into that he doesn't fit in. You know, he's just that kind of personality. So I could definitely see him taking on that kind of role. Snacks Johnson's not much of a talker at the podium, but when he's out on the field, he's a pretty big
0: talker. Hmm. Yeah. He wants somebody that's willing, willing to talk. <laughs> uh, let's see. This from our Asher Record Service company, Life in Feedback. You bet your life! Says, scrap the casino mobsters, and you've tried the full segment. Trey's the big segment you have, and to waste part of it with the evil wagering propaganda, I can't wait to see who Trey is ticked off at
1: today. Do we need to make that a, a segment? Who's Trey mad at today? And you can just <laughs> well, you I mean, just spout I mean... off on whoever you want, Trey. It could be a daily gripe yeah. segment for you. Just air it all out. <laughs>
2: That would be good. Would that be healthy? I think. I think so. Out? Yeah. Yeah. Talk it about down, it. Yeah. Talk
1: about it. That's right. Yeah. Well, now listen, I mean, Mister. Well, don't
2: get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that, uh, hey, you guys got to pay the bills, and you know this is five o'clock. There's a lot of people that listen to this segment, and you got to have advertisers. You know, and that's a that's a good good group to to have advertising for you. So um, it's just part of it. You know. We, we got commercials. It's not like back in the day, you know. It used to be commercials, you, you weren't able to even even skip a commercial. So, it's it's just a little bit of time.
0: Not that big a deal. Thank you, Trey, for that. Uh, Larry says, Trey, talk more about the O-line. Coach Pittman mentioned this week that our line is thinner than previous years. Why is that? Should we be concerned? Also, Coach Pittman is one of the best O-line coaches in the nation. Why are we getting – why are we – getting some of the better o-line recruits there's a question mark at the end of that maybe why are we not getting some of the better o-line recruits
2: yeah they missed a a couple of guys that they were right there with with uh, the westfall kid out from virginia Um, you know jacron McCory, i think is still a guy to keep an eye on we see a lot of guys that commit to oregon and at some point in their commitment it's you know especially from far away and oregon's far from most places you know they kind of have second thoughts and so I would keep an eye on Jaquan McCroy uh, but and he's a big time recruit but you know the landscape has changed a little bit and sometimes a school like you know Oregon that I don't know if you guys saw in donations uh Oregon Oregon gets more donation money than anybody in the country <laughs> and so you From know one source I, I, I started saying it's one just source. one source yeah, Phil Knight, yeah, exactly. yeah gee. Yeah, well, it total's almost a billion dollars in Arkansas oh somewhere, my gosh. like 300. Come on,
1: step yeah. up, Walton's, let's go. No, no. no yeah, we,
0: okay. wow. 1
1: billion like
0: dollars
1: total. Total donations. That's total, yeah. 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 Put it pretty
2: pretty close to it. And he has given something. Yeah, Phil Knight has given something like 700 million dollars or 750. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I understand yeah. the Yeah, so uh, it and the, the, oh, the it, guy, As far it, as per offensive line though, yeah, go ahead, Rick. No, the, the guy at Oklahoma State the old man I'm trying to think of his name died yeah uh, yeah he had given yeah, it's like, on the stadium uh, he'd given
0: 250 million his estate I think is just giving another 250 million to Oklahoma State Wow didn't hmm. that something
2: yeah wow. yeah his name's on that stadium for a reason yeah. uh, but you know the, the landscape's kind of changed a little bit and Arkansas throws some around obviously too, you know recruits are asking more and more hey you know what about this nil money so and technically you're not supposed to recruit that way but right you know, who's stopping anybody who's stopping anybody there's no regulation really so um but you know arkansas has brought in some high high regarded recruits you know uh, you know in-state guys andrew chambley and, and marion harris are both you know we're both four-star big-name recruits patrick Kudus was a four-star recruit Um, Luke Brown was a four-star recruit in this year's class in this you know 2023 class uh you know I think they really like Zuri Madison also and Kobe Brenham who are committed right now but um you know yeah you would like to see you know some Denver Kirkland's and some Dan Skippers, some more of those type of guys Mm -hmm. and you know even, even Sebastian Trotola Sebastian Trotola wasn't super highly regarded recruit Devon Manuel might be as talented as anybody on the offensive line he wasn't super highly recruited guy so it's also you know there's two ways to do it you get super highly recruited guys and you get guys that um you know that you can mold brady latham is an example of that he was ranked somewhere in the thousands nationally um but i don't think that this i said this before i don't think this offensive line is as good as the defensive line but i do think that they have five quality guys up front and uh, you know as far as how Pittman has talked about them Typically what they've had to do in the past when they have a player go down, they've shifted things around a lot. You know, moving Brady Latham to left tackle and then moving somebody in to guard. You know, you have to make two moves when you have one injury. That's how it's pretty much been in the past. They really want to get to a point where they can just move somebody in. If somebody goes down, they just move one guy and instead of having to move two and shuffle things around. So that, that may be why he's kind of talking that way. um you know they've got they've they've got some younger offensive linemen that are almost there. You know Andrew Chambly I think has done some things that's really impressed him, but he still needs to cook a little bit longer. Uh, and Marion Harris needs to cook a little bit longer. They've just got they've got some young talent. I think Luke Brown's going to be a really good player for him. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's one of the things that made Pittman intriguing. I think is you know what can he do with Arkansas's offensive line? We saw what they did back in 2015. That was a really great, really good bunch and recruited extremely extremely highly regarded players one after another it seems so
0: and we'll see how it shakes out when it's all said and done but I would I would keep my eye on Jaquan McCrory still all right this from our Asher record service company live fan feedback George says Trey on what basis do you see this defense being good enough to be competitive this was the worst defense in the country last year Oh, it was only the worst pass defense in the past,
2: country. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, it was they finished. it was maybe the worst it maybe it might have been the worst defense in the SEC. And that
0: same like, defense yeah. is not returning either.
2: No, it's not. Um, they've they've got a better squad. They've got a better defense. I mean, even if they're even if they move up a quarter, you know, where they were, then um, you know, if the offense, you know, if the offense gets better, which I think the offense has a chance to be better in situations like short yardage where they really struggled last year, then I think the defense is going to be better overall. Just I I think the secondary is better. I think the defensive lines better. It's hard. You know, I don't there's not a I don't think there's a Drew Sanders on this defense. But hey, there could be a Grant Morgan or a Hayden Henry possibly. You know, or somebody that's you know maybe in between Drew Sanders and, and those guys, guys that just kind of put it out on the line for you. Uh, Jaheem Thomas probably talent-wise might be the closest thing. Uh, but I, I, I would be stunned if the defense isn't better this year than they were last year. The, the, the game has changed so much. I mean, it's just so much geared towards offense, geared around the quarterback, uh, just more and more and more. To me, if the defense can take a bit of a step forward, which I think they'll take a pretty good step forward, and I think the offense will be a little bit better. Then, uh, you know, should be a should be a pleasing season. They've just what Arkansas has to do. We can talk about defense getting a little better and offense getting a little bit better. Where they have to, the offense has to do a better job in, in in short yardage, and Arkansas coaches have to make better decisions when it comes to short yardage. And there's no reason that Cam Little should have only kicked like 16 field goals last year. You know, you went for it over and over again in in short yardage and didn't get it, especially inside the 20 when, you know, Cam Little's right there. And how many games do they lose by three, two or three points? Four Four of them. Four. Yeah. Three of them by two points, so that's one field goal. Yep. So sometimes make better decisions. I know what analytics say. I I know I get analytics, but do analytics tell you, how big a momentum shift it is to drive it all the way down the field against somebody, get to the goal line and come away with no points because you went for it because
0: analytics said to, you know, I mean, there's momentum's a real thing in college football. I think even Lane Kiffin learned his lesson about all those analytics no, and no, going didn't. far on two, fourth down. Oh, two season, no, it. he has he hasn't learned
2: his lesson uh, two, no. two seasons ago. And and I get I get I understand the logic behind it, you know, going for it versus, you know, what the other team will do and and, you know, their percentage of scoring all that stuff. But remember a couple years ago, they like a prime example, marched all the way down the field against Alabama. Yeah, went for it and didn't get it.
0: And just
2: sucked the momentum away. All
0: right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.